Hello, black child. It's so good to know you're here. Do you know how much you mean to us? You are our everything. You are the best parts of us. You are absolute joy. You are absolute love. You are safe. You mean so much to the world. As we honor you, our future, we celebrate those who came before us and promise to continue honoring them and loving each other. Most importantly, loving you, black child. We know this week may have seemed different than others, but we also know that you deserve to be here. It is your right to take up space. And when we say take up space, we mean all of the space that you need. And it is your birthright to inherit the great things that your ancestors have built and pass them on. This week's proverb is from Cameroon. It says, When you change the position of the drum, it has another tone. This means when something in our life changes, we have to adapt, meaning we make safe changes that help us continue on living our happiest lives. Repeat after me. I am loved. I am cherished. I am open to change. Close your eyes as long as it feels safe. Are you there? Great job. Take in a deep breath. Filling your belly with as much air as possible. Now slowly, breathe out. Try it again. In, filling your tummy up like a pool floaty. And out. Great work. Do this one more time on your own and let your body relax completely. Imagine that your legs are getting heavy, almost as if they're filled with water. There is water flowing back and forth. It's in your legs and your arms. 
they're getting heavy too. Water is flowing in any and all of your limbs. It is flowing like a great river. You feel your toes. You feel your feet. You feel your legs and your arms. You feel your tummy and your back. Water is flowing everywhere. And the water begins to slow down. Slower. Slower. And it goes still. Almost like a peaceful day at sea. Every part of your body is relaxed. You keep breathing in and out. Let's think of the sea. In the sea, there are beautiful schools of fish. They come in all different colors. What's your favorite color? There's a fish that's that color. There they are, swimming together. They're sure of where they're going, but they are in no rush. There are dolphins too, making their own music and chatter. The water around you is turquoise, but now in the night sky, it's a little bit of a darker blue. The sounds of waves and seagulls mixed together. A glowing pink ball floats and then you see rays of light come out from under it. It's kind of far away, but you can tell. It's a jellyfish. At the very bottom of the seafloor, there are orange stars stuck. Starfish. Relax as you experience all of these things. The sea, the fish, the waves. Breathe in and out. Relax. The sea is quite beautiful, don't you think? It's just like you. Just like you. Think about it. You have life in you. You are life, just like the sea. Your limbs and tummy and back are all connected like parts of a river feeding to the sea. Breathe in and breathe out. There are different individual parts of you, cells. 
just like they are different in individual beings in the sea. Breathe in again. And breathe out. Yes, you are filled with wonderful parts in your wonderful body. So let's be grateful for our bodies. Say, thank you, body. Say, I love you, body. Your body loves you back. Now, relax. Our first story tonight is about a young girl who likes what she likes and how she became open to change. I like apples. Abby was warming her feet by the fire and Grandma brought a tray with a snack into the living room. Abby hoped it was her nighttime normal, her absolute favorite, apples and peanut butter with tea. This is the time of night where the whole family sat together and watched television or joked about what happened that day. But ever since Mommy and Daddy went back to the island, she and Grandma would sit together, drink their tea, and cuddle, watching game shows with fun songs and cartoons with <laughs> zany characters. As Grandma brought the tray to Abby's seat, Abby looked over and noticed something was off. There was tea, check, peanut butter with the spoon, check. But where were the apples? Abby couldn't find any. In fact, instead of apples, she found something strangely square, brittle, and sort of cream-colored. Toast. Grandma, she said, why are there crackers here? I like apples. We're out of apples, so I brought you toast. It'll taste just fine, Grandma replied. And so they went back and forth. I like apples, and apples alone. But Abby, there are no apples at home. Why not the toast? Just try it one time. Apples are better, they taste divine. How about biscuits, they're never a bad choice. But I like apples, they're good for my voice. A banana is great in pudding or pie. But apples go with peanut butter. You can't deny. Well, Abby, there are no apples to eat. Then let's go to the store. It's just down the street. With that, Grandma looked at Abby and asked her, Abby, really, why won't you try anything else? She replied, Because we always had apples with Mommy and Daddy. Finally, Grandma understood. I know you miss them, dear, but what I know is that they are always with you. Even when they aren't calling on the phone or sending something, they are here. Because you're here. You are the best part of them. And you know what? 
I bet if we call them, they'll have a great idea for your snack. Abby and Grandma called on video, and Mommy picked up. She suggested they try the peanut butter on toast that Grandma had prepared. Mom shared, Grandma used to make that for me when I was younger. I think you'll really like it. They got off the phone, Abby tried the snack, and not only did she like it, she loved it. Now, Abby likes apples and toast and trying new things, making traditions and the joy that it brings. In that story, Abby really helped us understand that we should be open to new experiences and that no matter what we are doing, the people who love us are always with us. They are in our hearts and in our traditions, and their openness and willingness to learn is what helped them grow and adapt. Our next story is a tale that comes from right here in the United States of America. It has been passed down from generation to generation in the African-American culture for centuries. This story and others like it that were brought here to the United States are based on characters like Anansi that come from West Africa. African-American people kept their culture by passing the story down. Now remember from season one, Anansi was a trickster. Let's see which character reminds you of Anansi. And look out for a character who changes their mind. Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox Go Hunting Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox were two neighbors living in the same woods of the countryside. One morning, Br'er Fox asked Br'er Rabbit to go hunting. Br'er Rabbit felt like sitting back and relaxing, so he allowed Br'er Fox to head out on his own. Br'er Fox caught lots of game that day, all sorts of birds and animals to bring home, cure, and cook. At nightfall, his bag was so heavy, it almost broke open. Just about the same time, Br'er Rabbit's stomach was rumbling. He heard Br'er Fox singing and yelping all the way down the road. Br'er Rabbit paused a second and hatched a plan. He hid in a ditch. Soon after, Br'er Fox went by singing. Br'er Rabbit saw the bag and his stomach rumbled again. He ran through the forest to the other side of the road and peeked out before Br'er Fox could see him. He laid down and pretended he was dead. A few minutes later, Br'er Fox came along and saw the rabbit lying in the road. This rabbit is dead, Br'er Fox said. He's well fed too. Br'er Fox thought for a minute. Now I got plenty of meat and went along walking. When Br'er Fox had gone along, Br'er Rabbit ran through the woods to get ahead of Br'er Fox again. He lay down on another section of the road. Br'er Fox came by and saw Br'er Rabbit and said, another dead rabbit? Well, God must want me to eat good. He put his bag down and said, I'll go back down the road and grab me the first one. Come back and get him. 
As soon as he left, Br'er Rabbit hopped up, scooped the bag, and hopped on home. In a week or so, Br'er Rabbit came to visit his neighbor, Br'er Fox. He snuck up on him and laughed, saying, You catch anything, Fox? Br'er Fox stared in shock at the alive Br'er Rabbit. Nah, I ain't catch nothing but some common sense, Rabbit. Br'er Rabbit laughed. <laughs> if I knew that's what you went hunting for, I'd have loaned you some of mine. We love that story. We love it because Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox are classic characters in our tradition, and we can learn so much from them. In this case, who do you think changed their mind? <laughs> yeah, Br'er Rabbit. Br'er Rabbit said he didn't want to go hunting, but whether we like it or not, he did adapt to the situation when he noticed that Br'er Fox had all of that good meat and game, he decided that he would get his paws on it. And he did. He was willing to adapt. Maybe not in the way that we always think of, but he did do that. So it's good that we're aware of different ways that a person may learn to adapt in this world. And if we're mindful, like we talked about last week, then we can make sure that we're aware of ways in which their ideas and thoughts could change, for worse or for better. And we know that you are always changing for the better. You're always growing. You're always becoming the best version of yourself. But every version of you is the version that we need in this world. Now remember, Stay open to change because there are so many good things coming your way. And think about what we said at the beginning. The world is changing and it's changing for you. It's getting better for you because you are the future and our future is very, very bright. As we end our time together, don't worry. We'll be back to help you rest. Remember that we can always stand in our power. There is nothing and no one that can take that away from us. As always, it was fun spending time with you. Whatever you do, don't forget. We love you. Good night, black child. <laughs>